0: Scroll down to the description and click on the link or just go to SpanishConSalsa.com slash summer. Hope to see you in the boot camp. Now let's get started with this week's episode. Hola, como estas? Feliz año nuevo. This is it. We are starting off a new year with our Spanish Fluency Goal Setting Challenge. So make sure you're already signed up SpanishConSalsa.com slash 2021. If you want to follow along, this is the first Episode of the week. We will be publishing an episode each day this week. And this is actually a rebroadcast of our goal setting series. But what's going to be different about this time around is that you'll have an action step to go along with each episode. So make sure you're signed up for the challenge and you'll be able to listen to the episode each day and complete the action step that goes along with it. And if you have your bilingual weekly planner for language learners, you'll also be able to follow along and fill that out as well. So if if you have your planner and you haven't used it yet go ahead and pull it out right now we're going to be starting with the first step today and make sure you sign up for the challenge so that i can walk you through exactly how to use your planner as well all right so this is an encore presentation of our goal setting series that originally aired last december but we will be going through it in more depth and i'll be having a live class as well this week to walk you through some of the concepts okay so with that said, let's get started with the 2021 Spanish Fluency Goal Setting Challenge. Hola y bienvenidos al episodio 48 Welcome to episode 48 of the Learn Spanish Con Salsa podcast. In this episode of the podcast, we're going to tackle the topic of setting effective goals on your journey to Spanish fluency. Now, just a quick heads up before we get started, this episode of the podcast will be in both Spanish and English. We'll start with the Spanish version, and right after that, you will hear the same information in English. Even if you're a beginner, I recommend listening to the Spanish version for listening practice, and then listen to the English version to verify what you've heard. The full transcript for the episode will be available on the show notes page, so you can read and follow along as you listen. So with that, let's get started. Vamos a dar inicio a este episodio. Bienvenidos. Welcome to the Learn Spanish Con Salsa podcast, the show for Spanish learners that love music, travel, and culture. Close your grammar textbooks, shut down the language apps, and open your ears to how Spanish is spoken in the real world. Let us show you how to go from beginner to bilingual. Here is your host, Certified Language Coach, Tamara Marie. El nuevo año se nos viene encima y durante estos días hay muchas personas que piensan en el establecimiento de sus metas. En este episodio empezamos con una serie de ese tema para ayudarles a establecer metas de tu estudio de español que sean efectivas prácticas y sobre todo exitosas. Además será una serie bilingüe. Cada episodio tendrá una versión en inglés y en español. Puedes encontrar la transcripción de este episodio en la página de notas a LearnSpanishConSalsa.com metas. Eso es LearnSpanishConSalsa.com M-E-T-A-S. En la parte 1 hablaremos de cinco consejos para establecer metas efectivas que se motivan. Eso es lo más importante, porque estoy segura que has tratado de alcanzar metas antes. Pero algo siempre pasó. Perdiste tu motivación, olvidaste de tu propósito al principio, o te costaba mucho alcanzar un paso y te rendiste. Después de un par de meses, un amigo te pregunta, ¿cómo va tu español? Y tú no tienes una respuesta satisfactoria. Esa situación es algo que vamos a prevenir con los consejos que te daré hoy. Entonces, empezamos con el número uno. Empieza con las cosas pequeñas. A veces, puede ser intimidante pensar en metas grandes. Para algunos de nosotros... Planear nos cuesta mucho y la verdad, a veces nunca lo hacemos. Entonces, si el proceso de fijación de objetivos es algo difícil para ti, quizás deberías tratar de lograr lo que quieras hacer de otra manera. Hay un método que se llama Tiny Habits, o sea, hábitos pequeñitos. Y es una manera de fijar rutinas pequeñas en vez de tratar de hacer cosas muy ambiciosas. La idea es que es imposible no cumplir un hábito tan pequeño, entonces la probabilidad que no vas a hacerlo es casi nula. El autor del libro Tiny Habits contó una historia sobre su deseo de hacer más ejercicio. En vez de fijar una meta como voy a ir al gimnasio cinco veces cada semana por una hora, decidió hacer 10 flexiones cada vez que fuera al baño. Bueno, después, no mientras estaba sentando en el inodoro. Entonces, lo que sucedió es que en una sola semana laboral hizo aproximadamente 150 flexiones porque trabaja en casa y por eso tiene muchas oportunidades y al baño en un día. La verdad, no me acuerdo exactamente cuántos hizo, pero se entiende la idea. Entonces, ¿cómo podemos aplicar este principio en el mundo del aprendizaje de idiomas? Bueno, si quieres hacer algo para mejorar tu español, pero no sabes cuándo debes empezar, puedes fijar un hábito muy pequeño, algo que puedes hacer todos los días sin excepción porque es tan fácil. Por ejemplo, aprender tres palabras nuevas cada día. O aún mejor, solo una palabra diaria. Si lo haces todos los días, al final de año habrás aprendido 365 palabras nuevas. No es perfecto, pero es mejor que no hacer nada con tu español. Número 2. Elige un problema específico. Si no sabes por dónde empezar, elige un problema que puedas resolver. Por ejemplo, si sabes que no pronuncias bien la letra R, ¿qué tal empezar con esto como un objetivo?, Así que tu meta podría ser, voy a mejorar mi pronunciación de la R vibrada. Eso es algo concreto. A que el objetivo no es simplemente, voy a mejorar mi pronunciación. Eso es bastante general. Si digo eso, no sabré exactamente a qué hacer porque es demasiado amplio. Pero si digo, voy a mejorar mi pronunciación de la R vibrada, eso significa que tengo que trabajar en ejercicios de pronunciación de esa letra en específico. Es muy claro. Y con claridad, puedes pensar mejor. Tu mente no funciona bien si algo es ambiguo. Se confunde y esa confusión te detengas y no puedes seguir adelante. Entonces... Piensa en algún aspecto de tu español que tú sabes bien que no es claro, o sea, algo en lo que tengas dudas. Tal vez no estás seguro o segura de cuándo se usa el pretérito en vez del imperfecto. O los sustantivos femeninos y masculinos te confunden a veces. Esos problemas que tienes son perfectos para elegir como metas. Número 3 Establece una fecha límite. Hay un dicho que reza así, Metas sin fechas límites son simplemente sueños. Y yo estoy de acuerdo con ese dicho. ¿Por qué? Porque si no tienes una fecha en tu calendario en la cual esperes que vas a cumplir algo, la fecha nunca llega. Es gratificante decir que tengo la intención de estudiar español y voy a llegar a la fluidez algún día pero hay muchas personas que mueren con sus intenciones y se encuentran en la tumba con sus metas no alcanzadas. Sé que eso suena un poquito dramático, pero desafortunadamente es la verdad en la mayoría de casos. Si tú quieres ser bilingüe, en serio, tienes que poner una fecha límite a tus metas. Hasta este año el año en que logras tu sueño de hablar español con confianza. Elige una fecha y ponla en tu planificador, el calendario de tu móvil o simplemente en una nota pegada al espejo del baño. Cada objetivo también necesita una fecha límite. Con el ejemplo que mencioné antes, si vas a dominar la pronunciación de la letra R, ¿para cuándo? Elige una fecha que sea razonable. No digas, voy a pronunciar la letra R perfectamente en dos días. Puede ser, pero es improbable a menos que tengas un montón de horas para trabajar en eso durante esos dos días. Tómate tu tiempo, porque si fijas una meta y resulta que es casi imposible hacerlo, te vas a desmotivar. Pero si dices, voy a dominar la pronunciación de la letra R en dos semanas y resulta que mejoras tu pronunciación en una sola semana, Te vas a sentir en la cima del mundo, así que mejor establece una fecha límite que parezca alcanzable para ti. Número 4. Desglósalo. Para que las metas resulten más fáciles de cumplir, desglósalas en pasos pequeños. Para lograr cualquier meta, hay que desglosarla. Por ejemplo, si quieres aprender 100 palabras nuevas, no simplemente lees la lista de palabras una sola vez. Para memorizar todas las palabras y fijarlas en tu memoria a largo plazo, debes revisar como 10 o 20 palabras a la vez. Una vez que memorizas las 20, puedes seguir con las 20 siguientes y después 20 palabras más hasta que sepas todas las palabras de la lista. También es mejor si revisas las palabras dentro de un horario, porque si no revisas la lista, las vas a olvidar todas. En el próximo episodio, les explicaré un poquito más sobre la mejor manera de aprender vocabulario. Dedicamos un show entero en esta serie para darte los fundamentos de aprender nuevas frases y palabras de memoria. Pero la idea de desglosar tus metas en pedacitos es poner en tu cerebro algo que éste pueda ver y creer que tú de verdad lo alcanzarás. Una lista de 100 palabras puede ser abrumadora, o sea, es demasiado para ti. Pero con una lista de solo 10 o 20 no es tan difícil y es un pasito en el camino a una meta mayor. Número 5. Revisa y celebra. Ese paso es lo más importante y lo más saltado. Si no revisas tus metas con frecuencia, nunca sabrás si son efectivas o no. Cada meta es una oportunidad de aprender más sobre ti y cuáles cosas te funcionen mejor. Si has fijado un objetivo y luego descubres que te va a tomar más tiempo o es más complicado que pensaste al principio, Eso es información invaluable y te puede ayudar a establecer metas en el futuro que son más realistas. Y al final, celebra todos tus avances. Cada paso te va a ayudar a alcanzar tu gran meta de ser bilingüe. Entonces, toma el tiempo de reconocer y agradecer las cosas pequeñas. La primera vez que tengas una conversación en español con un hablante nativo y todas las palabras que has aprendido hasta ahora. Refleja que cuando comenzaste no sabías nada y de hecho nunca vas a aprender todo, pero eres capaz de mejorar y llegar al siguiente nivel y al siguiente nivel hasta que te sientes seguro o segura con tu habilidad de hablar el hermoso idioma español. Eso es todo por este episodio acerca del tema de cómo establecer metas efectivas. En resumen, los cinco consejos son 1. Empezar con las cosas pequeñas. 2. Elegir un problema específico. 3. Establecer una fecha límite. 4. Desglosar la meta en pasos pequeños. y 5. Revisar y celebrar cada logro en tu camino. La semana que viene continuaremos nuestra conversación sobre metas y seguiremos con el tema de la forma correcta de estudiar y memorizar vocabulario. Así que revisaremos exactamente cómo fijar objetivos para aumentar tu vocabulario en español. Espero que algo que les he compartido les haya servido para dar un paso más cerca de lograr tu meta de ser bilingüe. Hasta la próxima. Ora, la versión en inglés. The new year is right around the corner. And during these days, many people are thinking about setting their goals. In this episode, we're starting a series about this topic in order to help you establish Spanish study goals that are effective, practical, and, above all, successful. Also, this will be a bilingual series. Each episode will have an English version and a Spanish version. You can find the transcript of this episode on the show notes page, LearnSpanishConSalsa.com forward slash metas, which is goals in English. So that's LearnSpanishConSalsa.com forward slash m e t a s. In part one, we'll talk about five tips to establish effective goals that motivate you. That is the most important thing because I'm sure that you've tried to reach goals before, but something always happened. You lost your motivation. You forgot your purpose at the beginning. Or it took a lot of effort to complete one step and you gave up. After a few months, your friend asks you, how's your Spanish going? And you do not have an adequate response. That situation is something we can prevent with the tips I'm going to give you today. So let's get started with number one. Start small. Sometimes it can be intimidating to think about big goals. For some of us, planning takes a lot of effort and in truth, we never do it. Therefore, if the goal-setting process is difficult for you, maybe you should try to accomplish what you want to do in another way. There's a method called tiny habits, and it's a way to establish small routines instead of trying to do very ambitious things. The idea is that it's impossible not to perform a habit so tiny, so the probability that you're not going to do it is almost zero. The author of the book, Tiny Habits, told a story about his desire to do more exercise. Instead of setting a goal like, I'm going to go to the gym five times a week for an hour, he decided to do 10 push-ups every time he went to the bathroom. Well, after he went to the bathroom, not while he was sitting on the toilet. So what happened is that in only one week, he did about 150 push-ups because he works at home and that's why he had plenty of opportunities to go to the bathroom in a day. I don't remember exactly how many he did, really, but you get the idea. Hey, I hope you're enjoying this episode. If you'd like to implement what you are learning here in this goal setting series, you'll want to grab your own copy of the Weekly Planner for Spanish Language Learners. This is a bilingual planner that comes with 52 weeks of detailed goal and activity tracking with color-coded categories to visually organize your time in the four key areas of focus. Vocabulary acquisition, listening comprehension, conversation skills, and grammar mastery. Make this the year that you get fluent in Spanish. Get on track with your language learning and focus only on the actions that matter. Podcast listeners get 20% off the weekly planner for Spanish language learners during the month of December. Just go to this special link to claim your discount. com forward slash planner. That's LearnSpanishConSalsa.com forward slash planner. Now let's get back to our conversation on setting effective goals to improve your Spanish. So how can we apply this principle to the world of language learning? Well, if you want to do something to improve your Spanish, but you don't know exactly when you should start, you can establish a very small habit. Something that you can do every day without exception because it's so easy. For example, learn three new words every day. Or even better, only one word per day. If you do that every day, at the end of the year you will have learned 365 new words. It's not perfect, but it's better than not doing anything with your Spanish. Number two, pick a specific problem. If you don't know where to start, choose a problem you can solve. For example, if you know that you can't pronounce the letter R very well, why not start with that as a goal? So your goal could be, I'm going to improve my pronunciation of the trilled R. That is concrete. Notice that the goal isn't just, I'm going to improve my pronunciation. That's pretty general. If I say that, you won't know exactly what to do because it's too broad. But if I say, I'm going to improve my pronunciation of the trilled R, that means that I have to work on practice drills for that letter specifically. It's very clear. And with clarity, you can think better. Your mind doesn't work well if something is ambiguous. It gets confused and that confusion stops you from moving forward. So think about an aspect of your Spanish that you know isn't clear, or something that you aren't sure about. Maybe you don't know when to use the preterite past tense instead of the imperfect tense, or you mix up feminine and masculine nouns sometimes. Those problems that you have are perfect to choose as goals. Number three, set a deadline. There's a saying that goes, goals without deadlines are just dreams. And I agree with that quote. Why? Because if you don't have a date on your calendar that you hope to finish something, the date will never come. It's gratifying to say, I intend to study Spanish and I'm going to be fluent one day. But there are many people that die with their intentions and they can be found in the grave with their goals not achieved. Now, I know that sounds a little dramatic, but unfortunately, it's true in the majority of cases. If you really want to be bilingual, you have to set a deadline for your goals. Make this year the year that you will reach your dream of speaking Spanish with confidence. Pick a date and put it in your planner, on the calendar in your cell phone, or just on a sticky note you put on your bathroom mirror. Each goal also needs a deadline. With the example that I mentioned before, if you're going to master the pronunciation of the letter R, by when... Pick a date that's reasonable. Don't say, I'm going to pronounce the letter R perfectly in two days. Maybe, but it's not probable unless you have a whole lot of time to work on that in those two days. Take your time, because if you choose a goal and it turns out that it's impossible to do it, you'll be demotivated. But if you say, I'm going to master the pronunciation of the letter R in two weeks, and it turns out you improve your pronunciation in just one week, you'll feel like you're on top of the world. So it's better that you set a deadline that seems reasonable to you. Number four, break it down. For your goals to be easier to implement, break them down into small steps. To achieve any goal, you have to break it down. For example, if you want to learn 100 new words, you don't just read a list of words one time. To memorize all of the words and get them to stick to your memory long term, you should review the list 10 or 20 words at a time. Once you memorize 20, you can continue with the next 20 and then 20 more words until you know all the words on the list. Also, it's better if you review the words according to a schedule, because if you don't review the list, you'll forget them all. In the next episode, I'll explain a little more about the best way to learn vocabulary. We dedicate an entire show in this series to giving you the fundamentals of learning new words and phrases by heart. But the idea of breaking down your goals into small steps is to give your brain something it can see and believe that it can really achieve. A list of 100 words can be overwhelming, and it might be too much for you. But with a list of 10 or 20, it's not too difficult, and it's a small step on the path to a bigger goal. Number five, review and celebrate. This is the most important step and is the one most people skip. If you don't review your goals on a regular basis, you will never know if they're effective or not. Each goal is an opportunity to learn more about you and what works best for you. If you set a goal and later you find out that it's going to take you more time or it's more complicated than you thought at the beginning, That is invaluable information that can help you set more realistic goals in the future. And finally, celebrate all of your progress. Each step will help you reach your big goal of being bilingual. So take time to recognize and appreciate the small things. The first time you have a conversation with a native Spanish speaker and all the words you've learned up until now. Reflect on the fact that when you started, you didn't know anything. And in fact, you're never going to learn everything, but you have the ability to improve and get to the next level and the next level until you feel confident with your ability to speak the beautiful Spanish language. That's all for this episode about the topic of setting effective goals. To review, the five tips are one, start small, two, pick a specific problem, three, set a deadline. Four, break down the goal into small steps. And five, review and celebrate each success along the way. Next week, we'll continue our conversation about goals and we'll proceed with the topic, the right way to study and memorize vocabulary. So we'll be going over exactly how to set goals to increase your Spanish vocabulary. As always, I hope something I've shared has been helpful for you to get one step closer to achieve your goal to become bilingual. Until the next time, adios. Thank you for listening to the Learn Spanish Con Salsa podcast at LearnSpanishConSalsa.com.